What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your host, Armand. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. Uh, Clock Radio Speakers is powered by Tumblr. Follow us there. Share the episodes. Clock Radio Speakers is also powered by SoundCloud. Follow us there, soundcloud.com slash clockradiospeakers. And we're also on iTunes. Vote and comment. The more you vote, the more you comment, the more visibility the Clock Radio Speakers gets, the more eyes and ears that are fixated on the show. And uh, that would be great. So um, after that, I always lose it. <laughs> it's like those two things and I'm like, uh, what else do we have? Uh, we've got we've got you going on the radio. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Every Sunday night. Every yo, yo, that Drake mix on Sunday. Like, if y'all didn't listen on Sunday, the Drake mix that I put together Sunday night, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, it was a doozy. A doozy. It was it was a doozy. I mean, I started with congratulations. I played I'm Still Fly. I played Get Over It, um, The Presentation, his Barry Bonds freestyle, Think Good Thoughts with the Anita Baker sample. Like, come on. Like, I went in uh, the Swagger Like Us freestyle. Like, it. I even did, um, I did the Hot 97, the Funk Flex. I'm in the Aston Martin doing donuts. Is that the one where he's reading off the Blackberry? Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and Flex is like dropping bombs after every line. And he's like, yo. He said he's in the Aston doing donuts. And Drake was like, yeah, I said that. <laughs> so every Sunday night, 10 p.m., 12 a.m. Eastern, um, it's all mixed show. It's usually what whatever it is that we talk about on the previous show. So, you know, since we had our Drake episode last week, you can listen or you were able to listen to two hours of Drake. Now, they asked. We've had this asked a few times, Doc, if the mixes would be available and on SoundCloud or in some form of fashion somewhere else. Can you tell the listeners why that can or cannot happen? So we have a particular, we have a podcast uh, type of SoundCloud account. It's actually something that SoundCloud's testing out. I had to ask nicely repeatedly over and over again uh, before <laughs> the good people of SoundCloud uh, hooked us up. So we have to, we actually agreed not to play any material, any, basically any music, right? It's got to be a podcast. Now, as you could tell, there's other people who put stuff on SoundCloud. I don't know if that's, you know, there are definitely uh, people who put like radio stuff up on SoundCloud, like DJs who put their own mixes. I'm not sure about that, but in terms of like the Clock Radio Speakers account, can't do it. Um, Now, that being said, I mean, what's up with the Pulse just having a... you know, shows on demand. <laughs> I, you know what? And I actually, I talked to Rich about that uh, last week. Um, he is working on a documentary on Columbus hip hop, and I was helping him out with it. And I, I gave him that that idea, um, having the shows on demand. So you know, hopefully, that's something that he could he could put together because that that's needed, especially in a you know, I listen when I want kind of market that we're in. You know, people were. Um, for example, something like Open Letter, when the J record leaked, it was a big it was a big deal that Hot 97 had it at 7:45, but it leaked on SoundCloud at 7:30. Yeah, I mean, I was driving to work at like 7:50 and I had and I was listening to it in my car but via SoundCloud, like, you know, right. <laughs> right. I'm not listening to Ebro talk about Power 105 while he brings back a record that I already have access to without a DJ and in perfect CD quality mix and mastered. So that's something that we need to talk about because those mixes are they're Dylon. They they are they are hot fire. I'm telling you. So wait, he's he's doing a documentary about Columbus. I know 
he's he's including the, the prince of the city. <laughs> Who are you talking about? You, your man, your man, Bow Wizzle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember when I remember when Izzle was a thing. I know because we just heard it pre- prepping for this week's show about eight thousand times. Thousand, um, oh, that was horrible. Remember hey. Doggy Fizzle Televizzle? I remember a lot of Izzle coming from S N double O P D O double G Z. Um Ace to Izzo. Oh God. For yeah. Shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble out in VA. See, here's the deal. If you're white, you really shouldn't be saying <laughs> that. Cause we all know what it means. No, they don't. <sighs> they don't know that Nizza is Nizzle was really the N-word. I said Nizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a long lost Wu Tang clan member. It does. The Rizza, the Jizza, all thirty bastards. <laughs> and he's like the deck. <laughs> and he's like he's like awkward, so it's like the Rizza, the Jizza, and the Nizza. <laughs> you you just made him sound pseudo white. Is that what you meant by awkward? I mean I mean I wouldn't call him white. Maybe he's like Irish or something. I don't know. Maybe the the N stands for like Norwegian. <laughs> I don't know. We are off to a great start. This is the Clock Radio Speakers. Um, I, this is this is Doc, by the way. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at oh, Doc hey, underscore Doc. Beats. <laughs> at Doc underscore Beats. S not a Z. Um, I think you gave everything out. We're on Facebook, Tumblr, SoundCloud, Twitter. Um, we're, we're everywhere but Pinterest and Instagram. I think that's about it. No LinkedIn because that, that would just be. No. Come as soon to Instagram, though. Oh, for Clock Radio? Or yeah, for, you got Twigram gang. No. <laughs> I could really irritate people and do nothing but post track listings to 1.5s via Tweegram. I think that would just wait on it. <laughs> Yo, they, I'm telling like you, 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 you posted, you posted the the 2020 experience 1.5 yesterday. The the cover, yeah, the cover's dope though. Yeah, the cover's dope. I'm, 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 you know, I try to teach myself a little graphic design. I try to be, I try to be fully a fully sustainable 1.5 operation. Sure. Um. So, um. So yes, uh, Justin's uh, part two of 2020 experience is leaked out. You can stream it online on iTunes right now. But we're we're going to talk about that next week because we need a little bit of time. It's that's a lot of Justin. Yeah, um, like 70 plus minutes. Um, 11, 11 tracks <laughs> in 76 minutes. Good lord. Um, there's a lot to go through. Um, so we're we're gonna blow that all out next week. Probably, I mean, I'm, I don't want to commit you live on the air, but I'm guessing we'll probably revisit the first one too, right? A little bit. Yeah, about- this makes me want to. It may on, on initial listen. I want to go back and listen to the first one. So we'll probably put everything together and do so, like a mega 2020 experience show. Yeah, so that'll be a big show. That'll be next week. But this week, yeah, I I, I met most of our audience. The stuff we're gonna talk about this week is gonna invoke some memories. Sure, as um, as part one did. So what we're doing is part two of the So-So Deaf retrospective. If you missed out on part one, we covered everything from from jump right up until, oh, goodness, sometime in 2000. So maybe uh, – Then we, we do like probably, the Brat, what you like. Yeah, the Brat, Jay Heartbreak, like that era. Um, so, you know, basically if you're a you're an 80s baby, you grew up on uh, all things 90s hip-hop, then um, you're going to want to check that out. That's on clockradiospeakers.com. So yep. – Anything, anything you want, you want to say before we, we dive in to the rest of the. And let, let me be clear: we're saying so so deaf, but it's really so so deaf plus what 
Jermaine Dupri produced because they're essentially one and the same. What we're talking about is a sound for the most part. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say before we get started? This is Kairos.com. <laughs> that's, like, that. that's, that's like in the late 90s when people with the VMAs would get up and they'd have like their like release date on their shirt. Yeah. Remember Macy Gray had the dress? <sighs> yeah. That was like early 2000s too, right? Uh, Something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. Does she still make music? Who? I mean, you know, they they... Is there you a know, single Macy Gray song you like? No. I can't stand her voice, no. You just sounded so offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're like, no. No. <laughs> nah, I, I, I couldn't do Macy Gray. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Shout out to Macy Gray, though. <laughs> she'll, she'll be on Kairos, too. Yeah. When you blow out that budget. Yeah, and I roll that budget out. She's on the list. She's on the contact list. Doing doing donuts in the PT. <laughs> yeah, I said that. I said that. Doing donuts in the PT. <laughs> uh so let's start with um. So two th- we're taking a we're, you know everybody go back in time about twelve years. We're going to two thousand and one. So we're talking throwing your throwing your uh your Burberry Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> they were most likely fake. I just like to point out if you own. <laughs> oh come on. Come on, this was back in the uh put on your uh put on your LED belt. Remember no, those? this was an LED belt time. Yeah, well, 2000 2001, that was LED belts. Struggle. Struggle. Um, so let's talk Usher. So we're going to start on a high note. 8701. Yeah. You got it bad. Man. That's a great single. Great song. Fantastic song. And this sort of um this really lays the the groundwork for some some of Jermaine's better R&B work later on. Absolutely. This is I mean this is essentially not subject wise really but um well a little bit but it, it definitely lays the groundwork especially like to me this is essentially like the precursor to Burn sonically. Absolutely. Yeah. Well I mean I think I think um I think um damn losing my train of thought. I think concept wise it starts it starts it off yeah, this because you know it, this is all. It's supposed to be, even though you know later on down the line they both said that it wasn't. But you know they played on it to where it was, it was about the same girl. This was all like the Chili era. Mm, that's right. So this is you know Chili's in the trailer. They're hugging and kissing in the rain. Blah blah blah. And then later on, you know, his his bed is on fire in the burn video. <laughs> was that a metaphor for like STDs or something? Was that what that was? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm 8701 had some kids say. <laughs> 8701 had some uh had some, bad. Had some joints on it. Uh obviously you got it bad. I mean obviously. I don't even have to say it. But I will. One go ahead. You don't have to call. One of the greatest R&B songs of our era. Absolutely. Am- amazing record. God, I I would have loved as as Usher killed that, but I would have loved to hear what what Michael would have did with that, or just, even Pharrell, just the kicks. like I, <laughs> or yeah, even the yeah, even the demo, absolutely. Um, but J- Jermaine didn't produce that, so let's not give him credit. So he did produce "If I Want to," yeah, along with Babyface. Eh. Nah, eh. nah, nah. Uh, he produced "U-Turn." No, uh, was "U-Turn" the record that they were trying to push as a single when the album leaked? Yeah, 
Because yeah. remember, this is one of the situations where the album leaking helped it. Because when this out, al- when this leaked, because this leaked like months in advance, and it was not well received. Like they were like, nah, especially coming off of my way. So I think you got a bad you remind me and you don't have to call. And even, I don't know, those were all records that were redone after they went back in. Yeah. I think it was a totally different album. Now I want to see the track listing for it. Now that I don't know, but um, it's funny because you turned sort of, they actually tried to push that after the fact as a single again. Um, Like in 2002, Mm -hmm. but they didn't really need to because I mean, granted, it's not from his album, but I mean, I Need a Girl Part 1 came out right after You Don't Have to Call. So, like, Usher was already out uh, there. Like, yeah. Was was that around the same time? 2002. Wow. I know. Dang, I Need a Girl Part 1. Woof. <laughs> Man. You're just going to bring back all those bad memories, aren't you? Oh, wait a minute. Do you know who wrote on I Need a Girl Part 1? Loon, or who else? Nazir Jones. Did he really? Uh-huh. Shout the Nas. Oh, my goodness. Oh, see, this is a... He- so, apparently, on the same single... So, this is smart. On the state... Remember they had the, the maxi singles? Yeah. All right, we get I Need a Girl Part 1. Yeah. You Don't Have to Call. Okay. I Need a Girl Part 2. Okay. You Don't Have to Call Remix with Luda. Yeah, I remember that. Now, that's a maxi single. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Girl, you don't have to call. <laughs> that was when that was when the big thing was Luda would get on a record and he would get he would rap completely different on each record. So it was like, how was Luda gonna approach this record? That was when he was like he was killing. Like he was killing those remixes. So that's all. That's all that JD did on uh, eighty-seven oh one. Obviously, we've we've sort of been foreshadowing, but he does. He does. He certainly does a little bit more uh, on uh, on confessions, which we'll get to in a little later on in this uh, podcast. So, let's see. We got uh, UGK, uh, Money, Hose, and Power, which is awful. Just, just an <laughs> awful song. It's like uh, it's it's you know it's like Jermaine Dupri was like. Ah, you know, I know UGK's got that classic Southern hip hop sound, but let me throw some awful early 2000s keyboards right on top. Like, no, nah. <laughs> no. Nah. You yeah. got anything to say about that? <laughs> no, no, I'm um, good. Well, let's talk about your girl, though. Who that? Alicia Keys. Who that? Who that? Who? Trying to get up in my crew. Oh, JT Money. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Alicia Keys with Girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Don't wreck it. So at the time, I always wondered. I was like, Alicia Keys. Was, this was before I was really re- reading credits that heavy. I was like, an ODB sample. Now, but this was a lot of people's first introduction to her. Yeah, but no, this came out before Fallen. This was like her buzz, her her street single. It was, <laughs> but knowing that Jermaine Dupri produced it makes a heck of a lot more sense. Absolutely, because that man will sample anything, anything. But this is dope. It, it was super dope. Yeah, I haven't listened to songs in any minor in forever. Yeah, you uh, you kind of ruined that album for me, Doc. What are you talking about? Because I remember having conversations with you way back then, 
and you complained about how bad the album was mixed. Some of the records had hiss, <laughs> like Troubles has hiss in it. I'm going to ruin everybody else's experience. Oh, Trouble, Troubles has so much hiss in it. It's almost unbearable. Like, oh, no. I don't, yeah. But I still love that album. Though Diary was her. Alicia Keys retro? They did a, mm, they did uh, a deluxe edition, 10th anniversary edition. They did. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here. Because they had a, I believe that has the Butterflies remix that was on the drum drumline soundtrack. Yep, it's got a Juiciest. Oof. I hated Juiciest. <laughs> hated Juiciest. Nah, but that 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 Butterflies remix, man. If you got a, if you were a girl and you got a, a CD from me, 2001, <laughs> it had that song on there. <laughs> yeah, you give me Butterflies. What's up? <laughs> Um, change man. So you claim so. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so but girlfriend's dope. Girlfriend's dope. How you feel about uh, your man Capadonna? <laughs> Off of the the yin and the yang, we know featuring JD and the brat. Uh, stop saying duh. I'm gonna say the brat. It's it's instinctive. I I can't. Because if I say, the problem is, if I try to say the brat, I will overemphasize the, I'll be like, the brat. So it, it's a no win either way. I mean, no. would you prefer I was just like, brat-a-tat-tat? I mean, there's, I can I can make this really awkward and, and like white person if you really want the me to. The B-R-A-T. I'll Don't be do the B-R-A. No. Okay. Um, Yo, this record is so bad. Crying. Like tears of struggle. It's, but it's it's so bad, It's it's good. No, it's look, like, it's not. No, it's look, like, no. yo, like, are you, it's, it's like, this is one of those records, you know how you hear those records and you're like, man, if I could be a fly on the wall when this is being created, you just know that this was a special moment. You know, you hear that like, you know, Michael doing, I can't help it. Or, you know, even Usher doing, you don't have to call. Just, you know, the first time when somebody plays the beat in the concept and you're like, yo, like, that's going to be amazing. And you, you want to take that back. I want to be in the studio when Jermaine Dupree <laughs> presses play on this beat, what does Capadonna do? Does he start dancing? Does he shimmy? <laughs> does he like fold his arms and do the little head nod thing? How does that work? What, what I would have actually loved to see is not when they made it, but when Capadonna took this and played this for other people. Specifically, I could just imagine him playing this for like RZA. <laughs> like what? RZA would probably be like, like, yo, this is what we need. <laughs> I was just going to say, RZA was like bong bong. Like, you know what's going on? <laughs> Cause this is um oh what this is after is this after Digital Bullet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I thought Digital Bullet was O two. Was it really? I mean, I should know this. We did a, uh, a Wu Tang retro. Two thousand one. It's this is Digital Bullet time. Jesus. So you know, bong bong. <laughs> oh my god. La Rumba. <laughs> hey, La Rumba was dope. <laughs> No. Who was that? Who was that rap? Who was that rapper? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of um, Holocaust. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, nobody killed Lil Roma except Method Man, of course. But what did this album get as far as reviews? Ying and the Yang? Yeah, I'm looking. Rap reviews gave it a four and a half out of ten, and all music gave it a two and a half out of five. The only song, I mean, what, listen to Supermodel and. I like Love is the Message just because I like the mfsb record that they mm-hmm. rap over mm-hmm. 
Um, that's it. Yeah. That's about it. It. Was this was this the record? Um, was Good Times for Ghost or Kappa? It was for Bulletproof Wallets. Dang. I know. Man, I remember the first time I heard that was on a J Love tape. It had Nas the Rise and the Fall on it too. J Love tapes. Those were those were real good. Those are very good. Where is J Love? Oh, he, I don't know, but this is great. So right after Yin and Yang, he comes out with Capadonna hits. Yeah, I was listening to that on on Spotify. Yep, which actually has this Jermaine Dupri and Brat song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, help me, please. Oh. And then and then his follow up album is called The Struggle. The Struggle. <laughs> Oh, uh, but you know, maybe he'll have a little, a little uh, mini resurgence. If I mean, he needs to get on his papoosery and take advantage <laughs> of this little Drake shout out moment. And you know, you know, he he flew. He said on on the the Crown interview with Elliot Wilson, he flew Kappa out to Toronto for that ad lib. Did he really? He did. That's not a sample. That's See, not him over the phone. That's crazy. Over the phone. I mean, that's like he could like like forty couldn't even hook up Skype. Like they really just went on the phone. Like nah, nah, nah. Don't worry, man. I I don't need your Skype username. No, no, no. Don't add me. Don't do not add me. Yo, just get like the burner phone. No, I'm just kidding. You're stupid. We are we are wildly off topic. All right. Um, what else we want to talk about from? No, we know. All right, where else are we? Oh, we need to talk about. Okay, so let's see. Um, oh God, just just. Nate Dogg with with Jermaine Dupri you're called Your Woman Has Just Been Cited. <laughs> Talk about just Neptune's biting at its finest. This beat is awful. Oh God, awful. I feel so bad for Nate Dogg, man. Nate Dogg helped out so many people. You know, Warren G, what is regulators without that hook? Without Nate Dogg's mm. bridge and all that stuff. What is it? Um, what is what is ain't no fun without Nate? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things. So when Nate decides to kick off his his career, do they give him the best? Do they give him their their first fruits? No. They give him crumbs. And no. then he ends up with I mean, Never Leave Me Alone was dope, but well, he ends uh, up with like I got love. <laughs> no, nobody does it better. Nobody does it better was dope. Awesome. I, I actually bought that Nate Dogg album because of that song. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Bought it at the uh, the BXPX. I remember that. I bought it the same day I bought the Sauce Money album. Hey. Nope. That Sauce Money album has some joints. False. <laughs> nah, son. Um, the one well, with the Frank Stallone sample? That record was crazy. There was probably four or five really good tracks on there. That's about it. I can't believe that Nate Dogg thought he needed to make a double disc. Um, <laughs> that's incredible to me. <laughs> I can't believe I bought it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm good. You surviving? Yeah, all I'm right, good. all right. <laughs> Um, let's talk about your man Jermaine Dupree's album Instructions. Okay. Was uh never mind, I'll wait. With, with Welcome to Atlanta. Okay. Classic. You, this isn't a really great this is not actually a great beat. 
Is this what you're going to do? I'm serious. It's not really a great beat, right? Dude, this record this record was retarded. Uh, and it's still it's still dope, man. Mm-hmm. And the remix is classic. I mean, first of all, we get angry puff ad-libs, which is always great. Where New York get? Where New York get? Yeah. We get um we get Murphy Lee. Murphy Lee with a Waterboy punchline, which you know, topical. And then uh Shout the Murphy Lee, man. And then you know sounds dope. And then uh we're gonna talk about Murphy Lee in a little bit. Um Yeah, Snoop phone that Snoop was really phoning it in in two thousand one. Is this uh wait, when is uh Rough Riders volume wait, what's the one with uh World War Three? Is that that's that's, like, that's volume two. That's is that's that's uh two thousand, is that right? Yeah, that's two thousand. Yeah, that's another phone in uh Yeah, because everybody else kills that. Chug boats. <laughs> Classic. I want to rap over it. Remember, do you remember the Fab freestyle over that? I do actually. I do. <sighs> Fabs, look, anybody out there can hook me up with a like a a, a collection of Fab freestyles from the late nineties, yes. early two thousands. Yes. I'd be really, I'd be really into that. I'm sure there's probably one on that piff. I'm sure there is. Mm. But you know, yeah, preferably without you have one. Preferably without a DJ yelling over at the DJ that had the first. Okay. So, you know? <laughs> okay, I was gonna say like, okay, keep the Clue ad libs on there, but yeah, don't yeah, DJ Clue, DJ blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing if there really is a DJ blah blah blah. Like that's a uh, that's a great. <laughs> um, uh, let's see what what else we got here. Um, hate your blood. So hating your blood, you know, even if those horns that come in are full of that 2001 keyboard beat struggle. Jada in 2001 Freeway, I'm in. I'm yeah, in. Totally. totally. And, then um, the, the, and then the fake Puff Daddy Jermaine Dupri ad-libs. Well, uh-huh. Um, what is Jermaine Dupri wearing on the cover of this album? Can someone explain what is that? Um... Uh, Look at look at this on Wikipedia. It's oh my goodness. I'm I'm looking, but I'm trying to figure it out. Um, is that a polo shirt underneath that? That's got to be I, something. I bet money he's wearing khakis and Tims with that, <laughs> because back in those days it was all about matching close because it's brown, orange, yellow, mm. khaki with the uh, Tims. So let's see what else, what else is noteworthy on instructions because um, we're not going. To- <laughs> Did so? Remember how we had the uh, the little uh, Dr. Dre Jermaine Dupri beef? <laughs> yeah. If all you have to do is listen to get some on this album, it is just an incredible imitation Dr. Dre ripoff, like down to the last whatever. I'm not surprised Dr. Dre had beef with him. Um, let's see. The Swizz beat on uh yours and mine is awful. I'm not even gonna gonna dignify the rest of this album with a response. Um, you bring the freak out of me is spectacularly bad. Um, I yeah. Aside from uh, hating your blood and uh, welcome to Atlanta. I mean, Jazzy Host Part Two is okay. I guess. Dun. But this is uh by the way, I I didn't realize that let's talk about it, which is um Yeah. Wait, does that really sample Rico Suave? 
That can't be right. Uh, Hold maybe on. it's in the lyrics. I, I need to. Uh, I need to who sample this? Cause um. <laughs> Y'all right there? I can look oh. that up later. Um, the uh, f- this is not anywhere near as good as 1472. No, not at all. All right. Um, but again, this continues the tradition of you know all he needs is a strong single. That's all he cares about. That's all he cares about. And that and that, then hey, I've got UGK, Ludacris, Usher, Jadakiss, Freeway. You know. Yeah, he had enough names so that when they put the sticker on the album, like on top of the rapper, they say like, to say like featuring, the, and they list all those people out, and you're like, oh, absolutely. But by this point, a lot of people. Well, not I shouldn't say a lot of people. At this point, people were, you know, you could, boot, you know, bootlegging was in the. There was a lot of it. Let's just say it, it was becoming easier and easier to get access to uh, albums online. Mm-hmm. So the this is the end of the era of I can put out a strong single and then have a bunch of guests, right? Eh, I mean, because records were still selling back then, though. They were, but I'm saying this is the beginning of the... To me, like, this era is definitely the beginning of the end. Um, gotcha. So that... There was actually a bunch of big albums that came out on So So Death this year. That was the first one. Jagged Edge, Jagged Little Thrill. Um, That's also 2001. So obviously we got to talk about where the party at. Wait, what are we doing? We're talking about, <laughs> and this concludes. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. We're talking Jagged about we're talking about where the party at. Hey, the Seawalk anthem. This is when Seawalking was crazy in style in the club. Did you ever see any white boys do a Seawalk? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know what I didn't see? You know who I didn't see do Seawalk? Crips. Crips. <laughs> At this at this stage, there was like too many people sea walking, so the Crips couldn't fight everybody in the club. So they just kind of had to like step back because it's like it's too many of them. Because normally, you know, you're not supposed to sea walk unless you're unless you're you know about that life, as the kids say. But nope, this B2K bow wow, you play you would play where the party at back to back with peaches and cream, rap city the basement. <laughs> See, this is this is really the era when. I would say product placement of alcohol in the video really started to take off. And I'm just going to blame this video on the fact that I drank Bacardi Limon for a while in college. So I think of this song, all I can think of is Bacardi Limon, which makes me just think of all the ridiculous mistakes I made in college. So I just, I, like, I, you ever like hear something or like smell something, you just, you like taste, you get that immediate taste. Like literally as soon as the song came on Spotify, I could taste that awful alcohol in my mouth uh, I do I do that with smells mm. I'll, I'll smell something and instantly go back to a to a time so in this case this was like I used to hang out with a, a friend of mine and uh, he would smoke blacks all the time so this is like the black and mild era so all this just reeks this and like <laughs> like a, a G-Unit mixtapes and all that stuff just just brings back memories of heavy black and miles on my clothes when I'd wake up in the morning. So I'm trying to think what else is worthy off a of jagged little thrill. Uh goodbye. Goodbye was the second single. Yeah, um, goodbye was cool. It, in a weird way, cut something is actually good. No. Like it it's definitely biting Timbaland. 
Oh, totally. But, That's why I don't. That must be why I don't like it. And I definitely feel like Jermaine had the twelve keyboard Swiss beat setup going on, where he was just like <laughs> boop, beep, boop, like just you know all over the place. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, dog. Do you okay? I I'm I'm gonna admit something to Clock Radio speakers. Clock Excellent. Radio speakers. I fo- I follow Swiss beats on Instagram. <laughs> but let me tell you, son. He posted, I'm going to play it. He posted him in the studio. <laughs> Hold on. I, I got I to put this up to the mic and play it. I have to. Showtime. Yeah, there's another one too, and I'm not gonna play it. I'll I'll let you yeah. That that made my day. It's I almost like it, it's almost like he hires a drunk man to chop his drums. That's what I would I mean, this is what happens when you marry Alicia Keys. Like, do whatever you want. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> one hand in the air, if you don't really care. Now hold on, hold on. That's actually a dope song. No, it is a dope song. Okay. But I'm saying, like, that was, you know, that's just his theme song. <laughs> it's his theme hook. Um, um, anything else on this album is the the only other song on this album that's worth talking about is Remedy. Remedy is again, if you got a CD from me in two thousand two thousand one, <laughs> Remedy was on that was on that CD. Remedy was crazy. I I gotta ask, how do you have a song called Head of Household? Like, <laughs> what? I, I don't. Oh man. You know, and, and I'll say, uh, driving me to drink actually isn't awful. <laughs> um, they it was weird because didn't they didn't they have that song on on hard? Like, wasn't that? I thought they had a record called "Driving Me to Drink" on on the next album. Let me look. Possible. Let me look. Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't. Okay, never mind. I thought they did, but yeah. Um, not not a very good album. No, not at all. But they, you know, they they don't they don't have they have one good album. We're gonna talk about that pretty soon. I get to stand over that for a second. Wait, they had another album? Yeah. Did I hard. even? Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard you right. All right. It's all right if you if you didn't listen to it. I, I'll I did. I did. I did. Good. But we gotta talk about we gotta talk about Prince of the City. <laughs> He's uh, from. That was, it's it's so funny. I think I talked about that early, like last week when. They're like, he's not from Columbus. He's from Reynoldsburg. That's like people saying like, oh, you're not from New York. You're from Manhattan. Like, it makes no sense. It's crazy. You're not from L.A. You're from Compton. <laughs> so we get Doggy Bag. Um, his second album. Yeah. Singles were Thank You. Yeah. And Take You Home. He only had two singles? Yeah, huh? Wow, um, I guess that's all he needed, right? What did, what did, what did this album do? Uh, it was uh, it was platinum. You know, it's all right. There's some there's some um, there's some really particularly awful. Uh, let me say this before you get to the awful stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't hate. Thank you. Um, I don't hate it. It's, it's not. Okay. It's not horrible. It's not. It's not horrible. It, Shout out to Fundisha. 
And uh, of course, Take You Home. Not It's a vintage Neptune's beat, but not one of their A beats. Nah, I didn't like it. It's uh, it's all right. Um, let's see. Uh, we had we got more Timbo ripoffs up in here. Um, Ty- oh, Tiga is spelled T I G A H. This song, Pick of the Litter, might I was just is awful. Um, of course, he uses a Candy Girl sample, and all I know, of course. Um. Yeah, this is actually just really awful. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing else. Um, but, you know, but this wasn't for us. That's right. That's right. This is for your niece, <laughs> your little sister. Nah, she deserves better. That w- <laughs> <laughs> you sound like an overprotective uncle. Like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> like like Bow Whistle shows up to your house to take her to prom, and you're like, nah, that this ain't. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that must have been the uh, the setup for one of his videos, right? It sounds uh, like a Bow Wow video. It does sound like a Bow Wow video, and then somehow Snoop morphs from a dog into a rapper, and he starts see walking behind them or something. Oh, you know, they could have gone Snoop as the uncle, and then when he leaves, Snoop morphs into the dog like he did back in the in the Death Row days on the, on the uh, What's My Name video. That's right. Is that dog in there? <laughs> <laughs> what a great song. Fantastic song. Oh, all right. People, did we talk about that? No, we did Death Row. Never mind. We definitely, yeah, we did an incredible. Actually, we did a. I thought we did a good Death Row retro. The problem was there were people who were really like, no, you didn't do this good enough. We didn't yeah, go. I mean, we didn't go deep enough. Oh well. Um. Never mind. So let's see. We that, that we, car- we we bounced back with with Bad Boy. We did. Oh God, I love that Bad Boy retro. That Bad Boy retro was phenomenal. Um. All right, what's next? Let, let, so that gets us out of 2001 for the most part. Um, so we get, let's see, 2002, uh, the Jumpin' Jumpin' remix. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, Destiny's Child made a bunch of like radish bird songs, if you think about it. <laughs> jumpin' Jumpin', Ladies Leave Your Man at Home. The club is full of party. The club is full of bar- ballers and the party's full grown. Um, can You Pay My Bills? Um, use a bugaboo like these. Say my real, name. Yeah, if no one is around you, say baby, I love you. If you ain't playing games, like yeah, that, mm, it's a little radish. <laughs> it's a little radish. I don't know if I want you walking around my house singing that. Wait a minute, they made a. a there was a Rockwilder remix of Bootylicious. I do not remember that at all. Uh, the only thing I remember from this remix album was the Timbaland remix to Say My Name, which is phenomenal. Mm. Oh God, there's a refugee camp remix of Bugaboo. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rem- okay, I remember the Survivor remix with the Brat. Yep. Uh, don't remember anything else on there. Um, I-, I will say, anytime you ever see on a remix album or like on an on like an EP or like a maxi single from the '90s or the early 2000s, where it would be like so and so's insert like adjective something yes. remix, it was never good. Never, yeah. Ever. Maurice's exclusive live gig mix. Never, no. no I, sorry, never. Maurice Joshua. I really apologize. Uh, I apologize, but no, no, no. That's crazy. Why did they put this out? What was the single from this? Uh, apparently, the Rockwell remix. Of Booty, the Rockwell the remix of Bootylicious. I don't know. Were they trying to get off Columbia? Maybe. Independent women. No, because the next album was on Columbia too. Um, no, Independent Women. Maybe. 
And it, I mean, because it was on the it was on the Charlie's Angels soundtrack, but you know they probably would have got more money had they, you know, probably decided to kill two birds. You know, you would put a song on a soundtrack and then you put it out on your album too. Mm. Back then, so you know, maybe that was you know maybe that was a reason. Maybe they had a five album deal with Columbia, and this was album what three, something like that. Yeah, because they did a Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they was trying to get off. You better say mine. Yeah, that remix was retarded. Oh, that Timbaland remix was retarded. You can, you can, you can, and I did back in the day, and I, I don't know, I might have the CD somewhere. You can make a really incredible late 90s, early 2000s mix of nothing but Timbaland remixes. Mm. Include, I mean. What other remixes? Oh, what's the genuine remix that's incredible? Hold on, genuine. Um, there isn't, the so, isn't there like a, so, another it, version of So Anxious remix is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Anxiety. Yeah. Tim, Timbaland's, uh, Timbaland's Anxiety remix, which is just Ooh. one of my favorite Timbaland beats ever. Yeah, that record was. Did we do a Timbo retro? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We did. Yeah, because we do because we we talked about I remember us uh gushing over uh the beats on that Miss Jade album. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. L- let's get back let's get back to Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. Uh, let's talk about it on Lord Willen, which we already talked about, already we talked about. Birdman, how it be. <laughs> <laughs> not how it is. Not how it be. How, how it be. With <laughs> TQ. What happened to TQ? Where's TQ? <laughs> He's on Kairos too. That's where he is. <laughs> I'm redoing West Side. See, this is what happened if you, if you ever won the lottery. I can't, I just can't even imagine. Oh, you already know. I would do like the gaudiest. I mean, come on, it's 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 cool now. You got J Cole bringing TLC back, and Sync came back. Like now, nah, I'm bringing back mad people, yo. I'm bringing back um, who's that? Who's that? Who's saying uh, the girls who sang "Twisted" with Keith Sweat? Who's that? Cut close. No, cut close. Cut. Yeah, I'm bringing back cut close, yo. Um, I think I'm, I'm bringing back ISIS. T T and T was that's too much of a super group for you. You you want to. Really? Yeah, it was TNT. Tyrese. Tank. You mean TGT? T- oh, okay. TNT is even better. Genuine, thank you. TG- TGT's... Oh, man, I'm awful. TG... I can't even think of the name. That's how much of a supergroup there. That's They're too big of a supergroup for you. No, no, no. You're going TQ. Yeah. Who else can we dig up? Um, <laughs> dig up. I'm putting Skilo on my album. Skilo. <laughs> I'm putting... Uh, just, just for the interlude where you try to get him to rap, I wish it was a little bit taller... As he's staring up at you, being like 6'4 or whatever. Yo, I'm doing mad skits. <laughs> like, Kairos 2 is going to be like 30 tracks with 8 songs and 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's going like, to be like College Dropout. Didn't College Dropout have like 2 skits back to back? I did a 1.5 of that that um, eliminates some of those. So I'm and gonna then say. Do, you have, do you have Good, Bad, The Ugly on there? I don't remember. That, that was not a strong 1.5. Okay. I was still I was still learning. Still learning. Still gotcha. learning. Um How it be is awful. It is a uh and, and by awful I mean it is Neptune snares and that fake Spanish guitar. Awful. Oh, um let's see. For, we have, so Mariah Carey had charm bracelet. Um was on what was on We had the one was the the one is the one's not the one that with the Mob Deep sample is it? No, that's a that's the Roof remix, which oh. is that's a that's a great song. 
the roof, the remix, the one, whatever. I know. Um, you had your chance, which uh, samples Lord, nothing but a G this. thing. Look at these credits, dog. What do you like, charm bracelet? Yes. Hold on. Jesus. Pretty soon, some. Pretty soon, we're gonna just create a podcast called Armand and Doc Read Wikipedia. <laughs> and you just hear us breathing and like. Oh, I forgot that. Uh, just Blaze did. Uh, you got me. Yep. And then they did. Uh, the the boy, boy I need you. The boy yep. I need you. Yeah. A lot of Jimmy Jam. Wow, this album was not received well. Good. No, Lord. no, it was not. Um, what was on here? So, I mean, it was Boy, I Need You, right? And let's see. Okay, Clown was the record about Eminem. Yeah, there was just not a lot. It was tough. It was tough. Oh, Randy Jackson is on here. I I just saw that. What did he produce? Yo, uh, whoever writes the Mariah Carey articles on Wikipedia, my goodness. Jeez, you are dedicated, bro. (laughs) Look at all the... Dude, there are... 145 references. Good Lord. And a work cited. What is that? I've never seen a work cited in a Wikipedia article. Um, yeah, this did not do that great. That's crazy. Um, that being said, it went platinum. Well, of course. I mean, platinum was like, you know. It's Mariah Carey. I mean, it's kind of hard. Yeah. I mean, just her fan, you know, like her. I'm yeah. surprised she hasn't put out anything now. She didn't that, uh. That Miguel record really didn't pop off for her, did it? It's because people like Miguel's part, not hers. Mm. Mm. The, the Meek record didn't pop off either, did it? Who? No, I it's did a record with Mariah. Meek Millie. Meek Millie. <laughs> um, so the records that Jermaine Dupree did do on here, the one, which is all right, uh, You Had Your Chance, um, which is, uh, like I said, samples... Same thing as nothing but a G thing. And then even takes the synth line from nothing but a G thing and replays it on crappy early 2000s keyboards. <laughs> I'm offended. Uh, you always have to say crappy. Crappy. Um, and then Miss You with Jadakiss, which I, I don't remember Miss You with Jadakiss. Sorry, I wasn't as thorough as I thought it was. <laughs> um... Anything else you want to say about uh, these Mariah records? Nah. All right, we can nah, move on. Let's talk see. about we, later. Uh, let's see. We got uh, we got some Monica records. Yeah, we got. Should've uh, known, should've you should have known, known better. That was, better. A, that was a hit, right? Yep. Um, to me, this this just sounds like a basically. It's like a uh, he was trying to make a female Usher record. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and that's probably yeah yeah. Um, let's see. Was this, uh, was, um, So Gone on this? Was that her next album? That must be the next album. Oh, you know, we did, we, did we just totally, hold on. No, we're still in 2002. All right. Just just trying to make sure I get this right. Cause we, we got to talk about this Youngbloods album in a minute. Uh Uh-oh. Hey. Um, anything else you want to say about Monica or, uh. Nope. All right. So we got. Youngbloods, which is so so deaf. I don't think there's any Jermaine Dupri on here. Um, oh, they they were were they on so so deaf? They were, they were. They cowling me. <laughs> Dang. Um, woof. That record in the club. Woof. 
so the, the I'll say we could say Dan the the the, the uh, damn remix is classic. Oh, who was on that? I know Luda was on that. Who else was Hold on that? Hold on, Wiki oh, will I save me. Forgot about that remix, yo. Uh, Luda, Bone Crusher, and I think Jermaine Dupri, right? Yeah. Wait, was there another version? I thought there was. Hold on. Do you remember? Uh, oh, yo- wait, Young Buck and Young Buck and Fab? No, that doesn't sound right. Young Buck was. I know he did a freestyle over that. There's another version. Yeah. The no, it's uh, Luda, Jermaine Dupri, Bone Crusher, and Little John. Oof. <laughs> yo, that man, that wreck man. That really set off the Little John takeover. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was it. I I first heard that on the Gangster Grills, and the first time I heard it, I was like, "It's over. It's a wrap." Like this, this is what's next. Have you? Do you go to? Do you still go to Not Right? Do you go to Not Right? Yeah, sometimes. Um, have you read? They they started doing these uh these articles where they really go into. They're almost like retrospectives, but like written down. Mm. Um. They did one on DJ Drama. They've done some other ones, but I read the one on DJ Drama, and it's phenomenal. Really? It's really good, yeah. So he talks about his whole come up from moving from Philly to Atlanta, the type of mixtapes he was doing, how Gangsta Grills got started. It, it's a really great read, and they talk about um, the, the Down With The King records and, like, yeah, hmm. how he got with T.I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I highly suggest you go to Not Right and, and, and listen to or uh, read those. They're, they're really good. Man, that Young Bloods record. Yeah. Ugh. Woof. Young, 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 young. Mm. <laughs> Y'all right there? No, I'm not. All right, okay, let's go. Wait, what, what was we... their first album? Oh, Against the Grain. Against the Grain. With had a, 85. 85 and UA. Look, eight, 85. I never liked 85. Ah! Yeah, I was never. That is one of my favorite Dungeon Family record. Like, I liked UA, but no, eighty five is way better than UA. UA. Yeah, eighty five is incredible. I own that album too. (laughs) That's crazy. I pretty much own every album from nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine. Um. If only I would have saved my money. Uh, let's see what else we got. Yeah, anything. Oh. The so this uh this Young Bloods album drink uh, drinking. I, I gotta say it partners because Southern. Drink you can't say drinking. You can't say you can't say drinking partners. Drinking. You have to do that. These are the Young Bloods with drinking partners. No, um, Young Bloods with the ah Young Bloods with a Z, not an S. Uh huh huh huh. This is why I have to say S, not a Z. Exactly. This this proves the whole existence. This fortifies the S not a Z experience. I really need some S not a Z t-shirts though. Um, those will be hilarious. <laughs> Yo, our inside baseball clock radio speaker shirts would be hilarious for all five people. Right. No, we 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 got a good fan base. Why my voice gets so high? <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Anything? No, no, there's nothing really else in this uh, drinking partners. That's really went southern when i said that good god um what else hold on hold on uh, hustle with killer mike killer mike school on it um lean low with backbone i remember that yep that was the other record i was thinking of lean low was dope yep uh, yeah the rest of it now nah, i'm cool off of. I'm, I'm cool off that too why do i feel like i had this album somehow did i borrow it i know i didn't buy it i don't know whatever 
So we also got I'm trying jazzy, to, a lot of jazzy Finzale on this joint. Jazzy uh, fizzle production. Fizzle fizzle. <laughs> and like you have to like like wiggle your fingers when you say it. Those early CR records though, he had some uh Yeah. Yep. Wait, what was his ad lib at the beginning of Oh, the Biggie Duets. <laughs> the Biggie Duets. <laughs> That's an awful album, by the way. I just want to point out. Uh, All right. So let's see what we got. We got... So that, that gets us pretty much through 2003, I think. I did not listen to this Tyrese record. I did not listen to any records by Q the Kid. Um, But you know, we got a Bone Crusher album. Attention! We got to talk about Never Scared. Oh, of course. Um, classic. Classic. Great classic. single. Man, the people who got beat up to this record. Like, people used to get, like, hurt to this song in the club. Jeez. And then the end of the remix? With Cam, Jada, and Busta? Woo! This is back when um you could tell that uh New York rappers were starting to get a little nervous. They're, they're hopping on they're hopping on big singles coming out of Atlanta, trying to make sure that they're still relevant. Um, I but Cam on this is great. This is like vintage Cam. Well, it it's one of the one of one of because Cam Cam has two eras right. So he has the he has the rapidy rap SDE well, I, seven. To me, even SDE is like a different level than the first album. Right? I mean like Yeah. So then you could almost say there's four eras, because then there's Well, I, I would say so there's just, there's two just, distinct eras, but each one of them has like there's like has these sort of subtle differences. Cause this is like, you know, never scared remix. That's definitely era two. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's you know, he only gets more and more ridiculous as the Dipset era really comes in. Yeah. Right. But I wouldn't call those different eras. Would you say that Cameron gets a bad rap for the Dipset era? I think he gets a bad rap for how it all sort of ended. Well, I don't even, I'm not even talking about from that perspective. I mean, in terms of like lyricism. Oh, some of it was awful. Come on, man. Right. Come on, man. Entertainingly bad. Yeah, but people act like he was like the worst rapper ever during that time, and he wasn't. I mean, they forget Jewels. Wop up a loop up. Oops a days, Kuka man. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, I love how accessible our show is. Oh wait. Um. <laughs> so I actually. I, I'd like to point out for everybody who's listening to this, I listened to every track on this Bone Crusher album. Yo, Gripping the Grain was dope. One of the worst hooks I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Maybe the worst. I, I DJed a party one time. <laughs> you did not play Gripping the Grain. Somebody asked me to play Gripping the Grain, so I played it. Did you have that era where uh, you were still super backpack and you would be someplace and they were taking requests and you would purposely try to like request something that was just not appropriate for a party at Absolutely. all? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. I miss those days. Can you play? Can you play Feral Monch Hell for me? <laughs> <laughs> not even Simon Says. <laughs> no, don't play Simon Says. Play um um play Queens real quick. 
hi, I have this obscure B-side. Can you, uh, you got yeah. a minute? I did that at, um, at a middle school dance. They played. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold, no, no, no. You're going to like this is what I did. Um, he played uh, Drew Hill. Tell me. Mm, okay. He played, he played a Drew Hill record, which shocked me because I went to a predominantly white middle school in Colorado. Okay. Like, how do y'all know who Drew Hill is? Um, but I remember, I don't remember what he played, but I remember, this is how, how crazy and how horrible my memory is. I remember looking at that CD single and the B-side was the In My Bed remix. Mm. So when he played that, I was like, you have the CD single. Play track two. He didn't play it. He didn't play it. When I, I like, when I lived in New played, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What did he it's play instead? Steady. Quad City DJs the train. That's a great song. And Freak Nasty to Dip. Also a great song. <sighs> because of this retro, I, I, I stumbled upon uh, oh, KP and Envy, Shorter Swing My Way. <laughs> yes. Yo, the remix of that? Oh, I forgot how fast that record is. Shorty Swing My Way. Yeah. Um, that, that, record's cla- that record's classic. I, from my middle school, like my middle school junior high dances, we had a really good DJ. Like, I just remember, I think it was my eighth grade prom. Or eighth grade dance, whatever. This is how, this is, man, I definitely had a suit that I wore with my, I think I wore with my stack houses. Because, you know, <laughs> that's how you do in New Jersey. And this guy definitely played the AZ D'Angelo Primo remix of Lady. No way. Definitely. It was incredible. No way. He took, he took a, oh my goodness, that, that was great. He took a, it, it was, <laughs> he took a request, so you know. This was early 96, so that's a good time for that. Mm-hmm. Man. Those are the days. All right. I'm trying to think. Anything. This album has awful attention. This album has awful hooks. Oh, and, and it's funny because wasn't Bone Crushing a group called like Lyrical Giants or something like that? Wait, what? And he was he in was, a group? Yeah, he was in a group. It was, like a, it was like a local group. Yeah, Lyrical Giants. You're right. Wow. But like his lyrics were so bad. Because <laughs> he, he would rhyme like melon and cele- cerebellum. <laughs> he was uh, super lyrical. Yeah. So I'm assuming that people let him get a pass because, you know, he looks like Bone Crusher. Because <laughs> he's like 6'4", like 350 pounds. Yeah, I tell you, he's the best rap ever too. There's a song on here called Sound the Horn. Featuring Bizarre. So you already know it's going to be bad. So here's the best part about this. On the hook, in his Bone Crusher hook voice, he tries to imitate a horn. Like, (laughs) if you can imagine. It's on Spotify. I'm not even going to say listen to the album. Just go find a song called Sound the Horn. Just Um, wait on it. Yeah, there's a lot. This album's not good at all. Again, the so-so deaf tradition. You got the one single. That's all you need. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. What, what, never, never scared was dope though. Super dope. What else we got? We got uh, we into we into 2003 now. Yeah, we're into 2003. Yeah, we're in 2003 because so, Bone Crush is 2003. That's right. So we got uh, so the brat is now at this point off of so-so deaf. Hmm. And they get her on a record with MOP. What? Oh, I remember world premiere. This record wasn't bad. Yeah. It sounds like an MOP record. 
Yeah. Does it sample? Does he use the same beat as a as an MOP beat? Because it's produced by Jermaine Dupri, which leads me to believe. Nah, that sounds. It sounds like a Fame beat. Think so. Because this was oh three. So this is this. No, because Annie was already. What were yeah. they doing in 03? Was this the Was this Rockefeller? This is Rockefeller. Okay, so there you go. That's where that came from. Now I'm gonna try to find. I I I recently uh, put Warriors back on my phone. Mm. Mm. Album didn't age well, but there's still some joints on it. The Primo still records. Follow instructions. Uh, face off 2K1. Face off 2K1, my goodness. Mm. And of course, Annie up minus Funk Flex on the. I, I still hate that they put him on the intro. I will not listen to that record. I will not listen to the album version because they did that at the beginning. That was so unnecessary. That was like, hey, we've got some money left in the budget. Who should we get? <laughs> he's, in, he's in full on Funk Flex mode, though. Absolutely. I just kept he's- waiting for, you know. Big truck series ad libs or something. I'm waiting on um big cap ad libs. Big cap. and a couple of and a bunch of uh fat man scoop call and responses. Fat man scoop crook and clap. Right. <laughs> so you can't help it. You can't. Um, let's talk about your man Murphy Lee. It's funny we we said absolutely nothing about this Brett song. You um, <laughs> we were like, yeah. Uh, so the Brett did a song with MOP. Let's start with MOP. MOP. <laughs> it's uh, it's all right. The horns try to make it sound grimy, but no, nah. it's, it's all right. Sorry. Let's anyway, talk about Murphy Lee. What the hook gonna be? Oh snap! Uh oh. St. Louis stand up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great record. Uh-oh. I'm, yo, Murphy Lee album has some joints. I'm telling you. it. I was extremely shocked because I was, this was me in my snobby days. So they're like, oh, you're from St. Louis. Do you listen to Nelly? And I was like, no. Listen, that's not what we do in St. Louis. Nah. And this album came out and surprised me. Has some joints. Wait, on he's, got a, he's got a mini fresh beat on here? Yeah. Is that the record with uh, Lil Wayne, maybe? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Mm. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Wait, uh, this record has huh. 19 tracks? Come on. This is 2003. Come on. That's that's light. That's light. I remember Hold Up. Remember Love Me Baby. Cool With It was crazy. I Better Go. Oh, wait. You know, oh, man. That first St. Lunatics album? <laughs> <sighs> what do you think? We live on the farm? Be for real. <laughs> Do you remember um the the Ali and who was that? Because they had the record Bougetto. <laughs> <laughs> That's bougie and ghetto. Oh, oh wait! They try to uh, they try to they try they try to take batter up and put that as a Saint Lunatic single. Uh, they could have because they were all on that record. So I they did, that. but. Oh man! Dang, you know what? Nelly's, Nelly's thirty-eight. I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy uh, Midwest Swing. <laughs> Midwest Swing, meow. Ain't got a clue. Ain't got a clue now. Crazy. This went platinum in a month. Sound about right. Mid- free City. Oh god. Wait, they made a second St. Lunatics album? Yeah, City Free. No, no, no they didn't. It, it never came out. Who's the boss? 
No, it's a compilation album. Oh, it's a compilation. You're right. <laughs> what do they really Oh, not to? supported by Nelly. Mm. Mm. Well, that, that, that'll tell you everything you want to know. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, what the hook going to be? This is actually one of my favorite Jermaine Dupree beats of wow. this era, of this era. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. That little melody just like... Oh, come on, man. Oh, snap. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Dang, there's 20 songs in the same room together. I know. Jesus. In case you didn't have enough. Oh, goodness. You know what this album needs? Another song. <laughs> needs a couple more interludes. Hold on. Yeah, you're right. Man. Oh. That qu- man, that Cool With It record was so dope. Can, can we talk about uh, Nelly beating KRS One in that battle? No. Oh, you really want to? You really want to go here? Do we? Or are we going to save that for the Nelly retrospective? We're not doing a Nelly retrospective. <laughs> Only if we get Nelly on the show. We get Nelly on the show. We got an album coming out. <laughs> we can talk about Rick James. Oh man, that record is dope. The record is dope. I haven't heard the other one that he did though. Is that good? I, I haven't heard it either. Um, but I'm 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 seeing a positive reaction to Rick James. Uh, I, I hope that I hope this works out for him. I'm seeing a surprisingly positive reaction to his music he's putting out. Yeah. Except Hey Porsche. Is that on the album? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's buried at the bottom. Track 25. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the, it's the, uh, remember the days when like, there'd be a, like, it'd be like 67 songs on the album and it would just be like, it'd be 18 songs and then each song was like a second. Oh, the hidden track. Oh, okay. yeah. The hidden tracks. That was always, that was always fun. Kind of fast forward and. No, that was awful. That was fun. No. Come on. Oh, come on. You can do that with Blueprint. No, no. I forgot who I was talking to. 2001 Doc? Yeah, you cut that. Of course I did. You cut that. But I don't even think you cut it. That was probably, that was in the soul days. So we probably just downloaded a different version that had the records spliced up. I don't know if we were so DIY back then, were we? Uh, 2001, I didn't know how to use uh, what, what was then Cool Edit. I did not know how to use Cool Edit then. Mm. That was uh, Blueprint 2. That was the first time. It's a good story. It's how I've told the story before, right? How I got started making beats and and looping up instrumentals. No, I had a uh, I just broken up with a with a girlfriend of college, so who and this girlfriend lived like on the other side of campus. Uh huh. So and I was always spending lots of time over there. All of a sudden, I had a lot of free time on my hands. Oh yeah, you did tell the story. So yep, yep, yep. I had a lot of free time, and this was right when and people were you know they were looking for for instrumentals, and I was like. All right, you know, let me let me try this. Let me see what I can figure out. And I looped up. Oh man, I looped up so many records off uh, Blueprint Two. You looped up Blueprint Two. I remember the first one. I think the first one you looped up for me was um, was it? It's not. Was it State Property? It's not right. You know what the best part is? I'm pretty sure I still have all of these in their own folder on my hard drive somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> Yo, if you need a loop. I'm not. I don't loop anymore. Come on, man. Doc Doc was like the loop king. I was the loop king? Where am I? I mean, what you? I mean, even recently, what you did with um, um, uh, oh, what's the record off Kendrick's album? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's that's like that's more advanced looping. That's why I like filtered out the baseline later on. So filtered I bring the baseline. That's crazy. Yeah, and that freestyle is just sitting on my computer too. Hey, what are you doing, man? 
I don't know. You said it was too long. Did I? Wait, oh. where? You I, said it was. Yeah, you said it was like it was long. It was like two and a half minutes. Like I was like I went in. I, I can cut that verse in half. Oh, wow. I can tell you the first the first record I ever looped with was 50 Cent Places to Go. Yeah. I remember that because you put it out in the, in the IRC room. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, November so. November fourteenth, two thousand and two. Wow, fun and <laughs> shout out the spot, Cray, real. Who else is in that chat room? <laughs> Yo, I still have Doc Presents Exclusive Instrumentals Volume One. Wow. <laughs> What's on there? Uh, Blueprint Two, Popular Thug, You Got to Be Crazy, Meet the Parents, Somehow, Some Way, I Am Dame Dash, All Around the World. RPM. Oh, you did all around the world. Uh, women lose weight. Um, the women slick Rick, weight. slick Rick alchemist. Oh, okay, yeah. Watch a part right. two. What they gonna do? She's a gangster. Early this morning. Uh, oh my goodness. And of course, it's twenty two tracks because it's two thousand and whatever. Two thousand. You had early this morning all this time. There was a point where I was trying to rap over early this morning for like dreaming out loud or something like that, <laughs> and I could not find the instrumental. You had it this whole time. Yeah. That's crazy. Every time I think about you. Oh man, then I did uh, volume two. Oh man. Fam Lay Freestyle. What what is that? Is that off the clips album? Yeah, it ain't yeah. nothing y'all can tell. Okay. Miss J Dead Wrong. Ooh. Eight Miles and Running. Oh God. Oh, eight miles and running. Show you how to do this. Woof. Now is this the is Keep this it the Thorough blue? the Rizzo remix? You remember that was floating around? No, I don't. <laughs> what is that? I got I got gems on my hard drive. Hold on, I'll send it to you later. I'll keep this up. Gems, son. <laughs> we got we got totally totally sidetracked. All right, it's all good. Murphy Lee. <laughs> yeah, so um, Murphy Lee. So, talk, yeah, so the Rizzo remix of Keep It Thorough <laughs> has somehow ended our our trail of Murphy Lee's first album. Clack radio speakers, everybody. Um, let's talk about so also signed to So So Deaf. Yeah. Even though there's only one Jermaine Dupree record on here, is Anthony Hamilton coming from where I'm from. Yeah. So the only record that Jermaine Dupree does is Mama Lou Love. And I actually like that record. <sighs> I know it, it was I know, I know, I know. It was just a uh he just looped um Mama Loves Me. Yeah. J uh Jay Z Mama Loves Me. That's it. That's cool. I like it. I like Anthony Hamilton. I, I Anthony Hamilton is one of those guys. Like I, I'm obviously in the minority here, but he has a great voice. But he doesn't make good music to me. I used to love this album, but I think this is me in my post D'Angelo voodoo, like looking for like the <laughs> next like record like that. And it had. I mean, it had. You know, it had the, the abstract cover with the with the. Uh, Yo, he's wearing a trucker cap on this cover. Man, remember when trucker has his popping? Nah, never. Big things popping. Little things stopping. Um, this has the album's got some great songs though. I'm a mess. Charlene is probably since oh since I seen you. Woo! Coming from where I'm from, I love that record. Uh, who rapped over since I oh Joe Budden did for Moon Music too. You and your Joe Budden. Get an abortion and I give you the two fifty. Yeah. That's probably the wrong line to quote from that. We just song. we just went from zero to sixty. Like we just. <laughs> I know, but that hearing yo, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway, um, y- your boy uh, 
MH. <laughs> Yo, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Okay, what record did he? What record did he do on on? What record did Jermaine Dupri do for for Marcus Houston? Pop that booty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> But yo, I will this say cover. That, I can't handle the CD cover to pop that booty, yo. Huh. I know we I know we talked about this on the show. Let me let me look this up. Oh my god. I don't know when you pop that booty. Yeah, that record was <laughs> that record was absolutely horrible. Uh, but that album has some joints. Stop it. Hold on. What's on this? Oh, clubbing. <laughs> Shut up. There you go. Oh, because Joe Button's on there. Mm-hmm. Uh what is it? The the one the cover where he has his he has a shirt off. <laughs> oh, but he's got the Batman belt buckle though. Oh God. Nah, no, nah, no. this nah, this Marcus Houston album has some joints. Hold on, I'm telling you, <laughs> I promise you, man. Yo, how is Chris Stokes getting uh, credits on this? Do I have to say that? I'm mm, tapping my nose. Um. <laughs> What records on here? Some was dope. That girl was dope. Because of you was retarded. Walk away was dope. Uh, good luck was dope. Can I call you was dope. Come on, son. <laughs> this was like the height of like Armand's R&B voyage. Like I was all, this was all, you know. Oh, R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. R. Kelly did Club and Duh. Um. Did R. Kelly do My First Time? Because he was kind of singing like... My First Time. Remember IMX? My very first time. You want to sing that again for us? <laughs> nah. Just go ahead and loop. Just when yeah. you edit this shit, just loop it. Pitch it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some Heat Maker drums on that. <laughs> you, so you heard that Drake, that with Tuscan Leather, Drake intended to do a Heat Maker's record. Well, I mean, how could... I mean, I just assumed... <laughs> Right, so we, we call that clock radio clock Stradamus strikes clock again. Strikes again. Um, anyway, pop that booty is awful. Yeah, that record was that record was bad. So we could talk about we could talk about this jagged edge hard album. Now we can. Now can, we did can. We miss, did we miss? Uh, what am I missing? This Bow Wow album. Which one? Unleashed. This was 03, right? Did I miss Unleashed? Yeah, because this had this had Let's Get Down with Birdman. And the Don the Dutch. They call You're me right. Bow. I'm sorry. Bow. The Don the Wait, Dutch. where's Unleashed? It like um, disappeared. Yeah, I have it under So So Deaf Recordings. I have Okay, I have my it. bad. My bad. Hold on. Oh, yeah, 2003. You're right. Yeah. Let's get down. He had a, he had a Bink record on here? Did he? Oh, mm. goodness. Follow me. I don't know if my baby was dope. I'm not even going to front. My baby was dope. Mm. Nah, B. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get down. You know. Two thousand and three. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, two thousand and three, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Give it up for O three. Give it up for two thousand three. Um, it was bad. Oh God, Swiss Beats with Get It Poppin'. Oh. Oh, come on. You already know what that sounds like. That sounds like the beat I just played with whistles on it. <laughs> some hand claps, some stunt, you know. Burr, 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 burr. I can't do it. I can't do like a whistle noise. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, okay. the Don the Dutch. You know, these two Neptune's records are totally forgotten about. 
The Donna Dush was not is not bad. Uh, That's the, not a bad beat. The movement. Mm. Uh, oh, and he did. I'll move on. That's move Neptune's on? with with uh, I'll move on featuring Mario. I don't remember that. Neptune's were getting some checks off this. There's actually, Man. I mean, Bink, Lil John, Jazzy Face, Swiss. That you know, no, uh, no expense spare. Your girl A Marie's on this. A Marie. Ah, hey, Marie. Yo, Rich Harrison is on Kairos too. He has to be. No jokes. Rich Harrison, yo. Those first two A. Marie albums are phenomenal. All I have, what is? All I have. Why do we why why, why don't, don't we, we fall in love? love? Uh talking to me. I just died. Flow. Yo. <laughs> Man. That album. That dare I say. Uh-oh. Dare I say. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me look at let me let me look at the track listing before I say this. Because I might just be in a zone. Oh, you uh, know, I should do something with that Why Don't We Fall In Love sample. Yo, do you remember the remix? The Richcraft remix? Oh, my God. Who who was on the remix to Why Don't We Fall In Love? Uh, uh, there was a few. Cameron yeah, was on Cameron's one. Cameron's what I remember. PD Crack was on one. Luda <laughs> Chris was on I'm one. Sorry. I remember Luda and I remember Cam. Yeah. <laughs> don't laugh at Petey Crack. Sure. Yo, uh, Jill Scott. I was listening to Jill Scott on Juan Epstein, which is actually a great episode of Juan Epstein. She called uh, she called Petey Crack the Ella Fitzgerald of hip hop. Look at that. Listen to that silence. Stunned. I, yeah. If you can find, I'll, I I give you this doc. All right. If you can find the sample for just what I needed to see. Um. Just- it's a, it's a it's a bonus track from the Amory album. I've been trying to find the sample forever, and then I heard the sample on a movie that I'm not going to say because I'm going to be sample right. snobby and not say it live on the air. But I don't I couldn't find it on the movie soundtrack. But if you can find that sample somewhere, I beg you to please flip it. I've been wanting that sample flipped for years. Is it- I did it. I did it just what I need to see remix back in my um. When I did the uh, the Let Me Love You remix, when I was doing all those, remember I had that remember mm. I had that mic problem in Japan. My <laughs> mic was like like the power in Japan was weaker, so I had to get a preamp. Oh God, those remember were... that? So like I do. Oh, I remember. Yeah, the the hiss on that. Oof. Do you believe in stories? Yeah, this yeah this this A Marie album is borderline flawless. Hmm. A. Marie's first album is borderline flawless from top to bottom. 12 tracks, 12 solid tracks. Hating on you might be the only record that I'm kind of eh on, but nah, man. See, now anyway. you got me looking. I'm digging for this sample right now. Anyway, I, I, I'll, I'm, I'll come back to that. All right. All right. I don't know why I didn't ask you to do that earlier. Yeah. Oh, years ago, seeing as how this came out in 2002, maybe. So, uh, can we can we talk about this Jagged Edge? We can album? talk about this Jagged Edge album right now. Yes. So, it's a follow up to Jagged Little Thrill. Yes. So, lead single is Walked Out of Heaven. Woo! Ah! Listen, this hook is a straight rip, at least melodically, of Let's Get Married. It's the same riff. Hey, Doc, guess what? What? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) 
right. With that being Man. said, I'm going to let you go talk about Jagged Edge. Son, this album right here. Let's go. Let's walk out of heaven. Visions is phenomenal. Uh, hard is dope. Trying to find the words is dope. What is the I don't want to is retarded in private is retarded in the morning is retarded dog mm. this album was it had some struggle in there of course because it was a, it was a social death r&b album but so, those, some struggle those records right there man classic 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 r&b you're uh, you're you're lowering the bar on the word nah, classic. Nah, nah. Visions should have been a single. Visions was amazing. I'm having visions of this girl like I want. Dog. Woo. Bang bang. <laughs> uh, again, not really my thing. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So what was you listening to when you was with the ladies, Doc? What was you listening to? Any ID? In 2003? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Run to the sun, man. Okay, that's different. Not tape you? I mean, what kind of ladies Maybe. you talking about? Yeah, I was going to say, it's a little different, right? <laughs> not the future misses. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that was not going to work. That's crazy. Uh, you know, maybe a little R. Kelly. You know, this is uh, this? This Chocolate T- Factory, this? right? TP2, maybe? TP2. Nah, TP2 was 2000, I think. And then Chocolate Factory was oh oh two oh three right yeah okay Chocolate Factory was dope yeah we got a request to do something R. with R Kelly we 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 might have something in the works perhaps perhaps, perhaps. oh goodness we could man there's so much here to do what with R Kelly oh my goodness yeah see a little step in name of love to start with you know. Twelve different versions of like where he did the whole album that was just like that same drum pattern for twelve tracks. Oh, the Loveland bonus EP. The the Loveland bootleg. Remember that? Yeah. Yo, there's really a record called Apologies of a Thug. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, look at this. Heaven I need a hug, followed by the world's greatest. Now that Oh, I hated the world's greatest. <laughs> I hated that song. All right, we're gonna save any R. Kelly talk, any R. Kelly talk for our any future things we may or may not do. Tap tapping my nose right now. Um, girls gone wild. No, it was a was that a single? I think they tried. According to Wiki, it wasn't. But I know that was the first leak or something like that. Like, I know they tried to make it a thing and it was like, nah. Because um, this is when Girls Gone Wild was actually popping. So he's probably trying to get that endorsement money. The, this, uh, this, there's some records on here that are just a perfect encapsulation of the 2003 era. Like, Trying to Be Your Man. Nah, Trying to Be Your Man was dope. Hand claps, check. <laughs> Guitar, check. You can almost see the throwbacks being worn in the video. <laughs> What hey what what jagged edge record was that that sampled um off the books? <laughs> well, uh, Dream Dupree must have produced it because oh, of course I think that was the one on the Into Deep soundtrack. Yeah, you know I I, I got to admit I didn't go digging on um on soundtrack cuts from Jagged Edge like no, no minute, offense. Minute Into Deep soundtrack was tough. That's, one, the, with, uh, that's one of the few soundtracks I didn't oh oh um, 
Uh, I had the Nas and Nature record in too deep. Yeah. What else is on there? Into had Tear It Off, Redman and Method Man. Oh, we had Ali Vegas, The Specialist. Oh, man. Ali Vegas. Had How to Rob. I've told the Ali Vegas story before, but I'll say it again real quick. He doesn't he ne- he doesn't have any of his old stuff that he did when he was on um must have, that must have been Columbia, right? It was Columbia, yep. He doesn't have any of that stuff. None of it. So I just can't imagine like cuz he put I mean he had a lot of he had some he had some he had some records. But um That's- you know, he started working with Superstar J and I helped him put together a best of and I like I had better versions of his records than he did. Dang. That's tough, man. Record industry, man. Jesus. Um, oh, I had bleeding from the mouth, seeing in in the locks. Where your heart at, Mob Deep? Oh, I, see, I like that's that's one of those mob. We gotta add a mob to the retro list, huh? Yeah, we're doing a mob retro. Yeah, once it gets colder. Yep. Um, it had um. Oh, it has the Quiet Storm remix when with Lil Kim. <sighs> it's got the um. Do you remember the solo version of F and You Tonight with just R. Kelly? No. Yeah, it's called Used to Me Spending. Uh, remember the uh, remember the Ashanti remix that uh, of what foolish that had the big uh-huh, universe in it. Uh huh. We God. could we could do a Murder Inc. retro. You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be- no because it's it's that two thousand two thousand one. You'd be all over you you know what track I actually kind of like off this jagged edge is um car show. Why do you like all the decent records on his album? The t- <laughs> You slander walked out of heaven and then Ugh. you say that you like car show. It's called Big Boy. And it kind of sounds like a pseudo Dungeon Family record. All right. Anything else you want to say about Jagged Edge Hard? Nah, I'm good. That means we can talk about Hood Hop. Yes. <laughs> Yo, you threw me off this week. <laughs> like, I was not expecting that. Like, yo, check this out. I'm like, what? Hood Hop 2. And then hip hop two hood hop two point five. <laughs> that is such a that's such a like that's such an epidemic thing, yo. Oh man, that's why I'm not mad at it. Um, so let's talk. There's really only a couple records nah. we need to talk about on hood hops. I'll say this though: this did not have horrible production on it. it Has some joints. Track boys. Wise. Track boys. Track, track boys were not bad at all. Um, so let's let's talk let's about Tipsy. Tipsy was not ah. Jermaine Dupree, was it? No, but this okay, is still so-so deaf. Yeah, it's so-so deaf. Tipsy. Classic. 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 So, so 2004. Yeah, totally. Like, and this is for me, I'm, I'm, you know, this is my senior year of college. So, like, I hear this and I'm just, you know, I feel like after this I should be hearing, you know, maybe slow jams. Oh, and wow. Then, yeah, it's that, you know, like, I just get it. Like, man. Tipsy was Everybody great. in the club getting t- Womp! They had that, no- <laughs> that noise on there. Massive drums. Um, oh, yeah. Drums were, drums were dope. Um, had the, uh, the freestyle with Joe Budden and Stack Bundles, too. They both killed that. Triangle, little triangle offense? Little triangle offense. The, the out, or the Desert Storm compilation. Could have used both of those. Um, Hood Hop, was that the second single? Dog. <laughs> this is one of the greatest, most underappreciated hip-hop beats it's cool nah you're you're bugging don't don't even do that it's a good it's good but it's it's not tipsy what (laughs) tipsy's way better tipsy's a better song but hood hop no hood hop's a cool beat but no tipsy that's the beat man 
You said cool. It's cool. Man, that's a that was a soft backhand. That was that's cool. I got I got the I, I pulled the glove off. I just smacked it in the face a little bit. You I just, was like I, just, I, I I challenged it to a duel. I was like, yeah. yo, hood hop, what's up? What's good? You just meme that. Like I just pictured like a dog with glasses or something. <laughs> saying like that's cool or something. Yo, oh, that hood hop beat was stupid. Mm. Oh, you're bugging. Just for that, I'm gonna rap to that. <laughs> just for that. And I'm um, gonna call cannabis and get a verse on there too. Just just cause. You could get super lyrical with him then. Yeah, no? I could, you know. <laughs> cannabis damager, manager for twelve and twelve amateurs. That see, cannabis appearance that could go on Kairos too as well. Feed him to a tarantula. Yeah, I could do that. Kairos too. That would work. I see. I see with Saint Lu- with the Saint Lunatics. That's that beat's not bad either. Nah, tell you some beats on here. Um, uh, you and me was a single as well. I just thought about that. You and me was the third single. And that wasn't bad. It was alright. It was the you know the cool chick record. Jermaine Dupree definitely did my enemies, <laughs> and that's an awful beat. <laughs> it is awful. This was the. I don't have much time to get in the studio with you, but I need to have Jermaine Dupri on my album because mm-hmm. it's required. Yeah. I mean, first he has to get into the uh, into the tipsy video. Of course. I think that beats in my head. Yeah. See, it's because it's 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 a great beat. Whereas hood hop is that's a good beat. Nah. You're bugging. Trying to bait you. Um, anything else we need to say about this hood hop album? Nope. Um, let's see what else we got. We got Shauna worth the wait off that album. She had you crazy with Jermaine Dupree. Awful, nope. awful. So let's talk. Let's talk Usher confessions. Yes. So, not so so deaf. This was was this still Columbia? Um. This is uh, Arista. Okay, yeah, Arista. yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. I think it's Arista. Yeah, I don't know you know me. Arista. I pronounce everything wrong. Um, <laughs> it's true. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Jermaine. I mean, JD does some key songs. What right? songs does Jermaine Dupri do? So obviously he does Confessions Part One. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That part, yep. yep then yep. he does Confessions Part Two. Yep, that's obvious, yep. And then he does Burn. Yep. And then he does Do It To Me, which... Mm, mm. Do It To Me was all right. It was okay. And of course he does My Boo. Man. And, well, wait, The Confessions Part 2 Remix. Yes! All right, so let, let's let just talk Confessions 1 first. Okay. I love Confession 1. Confessions 1. Confessions 1. This was... I did... You know, did you I, do- I did a 1.5 to this. Yeah, because and honestly... I, yeah, his deluxe version of this was yeah. basically your 1.5. Yeah, because I mean, Red Light, Seduction, my, my and My Boo. Actually, the remember the original My Boo had Beyonce, right? Beyonce, yep. And that was all out. Wait, isn't there another track I'm missing? Of? Was there? Yeah, a, you're missing the um, you're missing uh, dot com. Wait, is it? Wasn't there another Neptune's beat? Um, yes. Um, not I heard a rumor. Um, no, I heard a rumor was on there, but that wasn't the bonus. It was um. Hold on, I'll just um, go to my... Sweet Lies. Sweet yes. Lies. Sweet Lies, yes. Oh, man, I just got excited. Like, I did a fist pump and everything. Yo, Sweet... Oh, like, 
as much as we champion Justin and Pharrell, mm-hmm. Usher and Pharrell got some joints. Sweet lies. Woo. And then don't forget the did I say the throwback remix with Jadakiss? Uh yeah. Cause remember yeah. that 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 leaked out because genius Jadakiss, you know, the story goes that Jadakiss uh took too long. He kind of wasn't taking it too serious, missed the deadline, saw that the album sold one point, I think it was one point one in a week, right? Something like that, yeah. And then he threw the remix out on mixtapes like a week later, and then he later got on the uh Deluxe. The 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 deluxe, yeah. Yeah, because he actually that. the deluxe actually the special ed- Actually, no, he didn't even make the special edition. Yeah, he did. I don't think so. Nah, he did, because I bought that. It was on there. Was it? Yeah. Did they replace the original? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the the special edition was My Boo and Red Light and Seduction. Those were the big editions. Man, Seduction. Woof. So, yeah, Confessions Part 1, dope. Confessions Part 2. It's still classic. I mean, a young rapper named Epidemic. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you do it. Um, <sighs> I may or may not still have that. God, throw it, burn it. I really hope that we don't fall out because you would like destroy <laughs> whatever street cred I've built up over these last three or four years. It'd be, you would just put out 15 second snippets on, on Instagram. <laughs> Mom is looking. Ah, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I still get burnt. I, I messed around and sent that to my last girlfriend. I sent that to my ex. And she <laughs> did not. I did not hear the end of that for, I'd say, a good three or four months. Like, she killed me for that. Remember, was it last year when I found that on that random, like, Japanese MP3 website? I found. Yeah, that was crazy. Don't say that. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> because one of our listeners went and Googled it and found the mixtape, too. Like, yeah, that was that mixtape, right? Yeah, I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> um, right. Confessions Part 2 is dope. Yeah, it's dope. I, I think I might like Part 1 better. It might be better. I don't know. They're both really, they're both really good. So yeah, just, both. I mean, this album has some of Jermaine Dupri's best R&B work. This is, is this, you're going to say voodoo, but is this the best, is this, in your opinion, is this the second best R&B album of the 2000s? There's, there's too much. You could thin this out. You could thin it out. Like if you can't, there's at least 21 tracks. You know, if you thin this down, even, you know, you know me, I like to get down to like the 12 range. Even if you brought this down to like 15 tracks. Yeah. 15 is, is good. You can get rid of this. Cause this album starts off. I mean, yeah. Throwback confessions, confessions, part two burn caught up, like just unreal start to this album. Yeah. Superstars. Oh, uh, simple thing. I don't really like bad girl that much. I didn't like, F, I didn't like bad girl. That's what it's made for. It's dope. Mm, can you handle can you it? The Robin Thicke joint. Mm. Uh, do it to me, and mm, take your hands, and that—that's your boy, Rich Harrison. I mean, the problem is, is like I shouldn't say the problem. Like my boo. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Let's just say that there's enough incredible records on here that you don't even have to put cool records. You know what I mean? Like mm. out of the stuff they recorded, mm-hmm. you could put to, like you, there shouldn't be any weaknesses. I, I agree with that. A, a real like if I were to sit down today and do like a real Focus 1.5, like yeah, that's it's it would be one of the best albums of the 2000s. Mm, right I agree. as it stands this album is incredible just for this opening run right absolutely confessions yep. part two burn oh my goodness yeah because like when the album comes out like yeah is the first single yeah and like that was one of those records i heard it and i was like yep that's it that's it 
That's it. This is rap. what this is what's gonna happen now. Absolutely. Yeah, it was I like that was a heck that was a heck of a winner, man. Absolutely. To me that winner is just, you know, what was I listening to? I was listening to uh I was college dropout. That was Confessions. Was this the, li- was this the listening? Uh was listening was the year out? before. Okay. This is uh oh, this is uh Murr's and Ninth's first album, which I listened Woo! to. Ho <laughs> ho The Rain? Oh goodness. Anyway, burn. Might be See here's the deal. There's at least two, if not three, tracks that Jermaine Dupree produces on here that are possibly his best produced tracks ever. I think Burn's one of those tracks. Yeah. I was gonna say, did did I lose Armand for a minute? No, 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 no. Nope. Nope. Right. Nope. I agree with you. Burn's incredible. Now I gotta go now I gotta listen to this album while I make dinner. Thanks, uh, Doc. Do do it to me is mm, it's a it's you know, those chords at the beginning, that's a big old prince ripoff. Yeah. Um What? Jermaine Dupree ripped off somebody? Nah. Let's talk about my boo. Okay. This record, man. Incredible. This is the other one for me. Were you heard it and you knew? No, nah, well, yeah, but my boo and burn, like those might be those are definitely two of J- of JD's best tracks ever. Oh yeah. You like the version with with Alicia better or version with uh, Beyonce? No, I don't remember the version with Beyonce enough to make that judgment. I I don't know why didn't Beyonce's version clear. Yeah, I'm I'm looking up the wiki for uh, my boo right now. I love how on wiki it has to say in parentheses the Usher and Alicia Keys version. Okay. Well, because either that or you know. So so deaf, my boo. Um, let's see. Oh, that's not Beyonce. What? It's somebody else who did a demo. Nah, it's not. It's not Beyonce. Nah, we had. Nah, that was Beyonce. Nope. I don't believe you. Nope. Not Beyonce. Anyway, um, so yeah, the Alicia Keys version is is great. Um, and then uh, the Confessions Part Two remix. <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea to put Shine on the phone from prison? Come on, a guy from the a guy in jail confessing. Come on, that's gold. No. Um, I forgot Twista was on that. And I don't even remember Kanye's verse, to be honest. I only remember Shine's verse. I remember your verse. Yeah, I only remember the, you're about to make a collect call, and then he, and then Jermaine Dupri doing like the Puff Daddy ad-libs behind Shine's verse. That's all I remember. So, let's see. Anything else you want to say about Usher Confessions? Nope. Um, what else we got on So So Death? 2004, we got... Oh, actually, is that it for 2004? That might be it. That's pretty much it. So, um, let's see, 2005, we get, oh, goodness. <laughs> we got we got a lot. We got, I'm trying to think where you want to start. We've got Anthony Hamilton's second album, which is, uh, I remember really, like, anticipating that. 
And um, there's a couple songs in there I really like, like Where Did It Go and Preacher's Daughter. But uh, aside from that, I was like, nah. Nope. I, yep. I, he, lo- he lost me after after this. I think uh, yeah, same I, liked, yeah, I liked Pass Me Over, uh, but nah, I'm good off this album. Nope. So then we, we should probably talk about the Mariah Carey. We're not going to talk Young Fly and Flashy Volume 1? Oh, we're getting there. I got a lot of notes about No, I'm just kidding. I got notes on that. Don't worry. <laughs> But let, let, right. let, let's talk. Let's talk. Emancipation of Mimi. Excuse me. The Emancipation of Mimi. Um, Man. So you know we're in 2005. So this is one year after Confessions, and this it's, is she clearly was like, credits. yeah. What's up? I'm the the, the wiki oh credits. god, it's incredible. Anyway, go ahead. Dang, she had seven singles on here. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue with your in- introduction. Oh, please. I forgot that say something was a single. Son, I know they, that beat. Uh, they filmed. They filmed it in uh, Paris. Did they really? Yeah, I remember because the the way it was shot, like the film, the the film how it came out was really dope. Um, but yeah, man, say one of favorite Neptune's beats. Easy, love that record. So the first single was "It's Like That," right? Yep. Um, eh, 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 doesn't really no. Eh. But it's but then the second single is We Belong Together. And that's it. That's it. That's a rap. Yep. Um This is when she was she was she sing rapping before this or was this her first time where she was sing rapping? You think she's sing rapping? Yeah. Uh, I feel like she did a little bit of that. Yeah, she yeah, she this is two thousand five. So this is like after the Ja Rule era, so she wasn't gonna let Ja Rule like do that. Like just totally steal her lane. I didn't realize this. It, so this is the biggest hit off the album, one of her biggest hits ever, which says something. Absolutely. This spent fourteen straight weeks at number one. Jeez. Fourteen. Like I. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just. That's incredible. Um. Uh, this song is okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not that great. I mean, the the it's a big hook. Um, but all in all, I was never like I knew it was gonna be a hit, but I was like, eh, I wasn't. I was cool off it. Now, granted, this album has some joints. Okay, has some joints. So, stay tonight. That Kanye beat. Yeah, your girl Scram Jones. <laughs> uh, I forgot about to the floor. I did. <laughs> I think that might be yeah never mind that might be it yeah I mean Shake It Off was another big single Shake It Off was alright I forgot how big that was too yeah wasn't there a Jay-Z remix oh god was there yeah I think it had a different beat I mean that that sounds about right yeah I think Jay-Z was on a Shake It Off remix cause he said something you know yeah this what what is this this is 05 so what J is this Struggle. Is this 30-something Jay? Uh, before that, just before that. So this is uh, this is Def Jam Jay. This is Presidential Hove. Oh, yeah, the Shake It Off remix with uh, with Jay-Z and Jeezy. Jeezy was on there, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's lots of... right. I miss that Jeezy. <clears throat> oh, God, I know this, um, this whole California Jeezy. California Jeezy? Yeah. That, that could be his new nickname. International Hove and California Jeezy. <laughs> um, 
What else is big on this? Oh, don't forget about us. Yeah, don't forget about us is big. Again, Jermaine Dupree. Um, he did a lot of big singles on here. Mm-hmm. The, for me, the thing with Mariah, like basically after Butterfly, like I'm really cool with Mariah. I I agree. Was Butterfly Honey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After that, I'm here. I agree yeah, with that. So that's what Honey and then the Roof remix and the joint with Bone Thugs and Break Break Down. Oh, that record's so dope. Steady breaking me on down. Yeah. Yeah, that record was crazy. Oh my God. The as you might imagine, the main Mariah Carey Wikipedia article is practically a book. Um, yeah, because let's see, you know, emotions, of course, was crazy. Daydream, butterfly. Oh, and then after that, she gets to like rainbow and glitter, and yeah, she goes all weird. Yeah, that's that was when um that was when she stripped on TRL, right? Yeah, and then she yeah, yeah, went yeah. For like, was it heat exhaustion? Oh, because yeah, because rainbow was a heartbreaker. Ugh. You know what? <laughs> Jay Z was rapping in the. I don't mind that record. Nah, that record was bad. Nah, I wasn't. Which one was the record where she was uh, singing over the cameo song and it had Ludacris on it? <laughs> I remember <laughs> she was that singing too. over can- Candy. Yeah, that record, that record was bad. Um, anything else you want to say about this Mariah Carey record? Nah, I'm, I'm shocked. I really thought that this, this nah. album had more records, but it's really just Stay the Night, uh, Your Girl, and Say Something. So then uh, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Bow Wow, Wanted, or do you want to talk about Young Fly and Flashy? Let's go with Young Fly and Flashy. Here's what I love about this. They had the audacity to call it Volume 1. This <laughs> implies that there's going to be a Volume 2. Now, I don't know how many of y'all have, have, have ventured over to uh, Spotify or Wikipedia lately to look at this track listing. What about this makes you think, you know, I'm feeling so confident while recording these tracks. Yes. Ventured. Yeah, let's make, let's call this volume one. I'm feeling audacious today. I mean, come on. He's coming off of Mariah and Usher's album. I I, I get it. I get it. Um, Oh, I think they like me when they heard me on the other one. So it's only right that I hit you with it. So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, oh, I think they like me. This was back in the 7XL white T days. So 7XLT. The Galaxy Tees. There are eleven. The Galaxy. There are eleven tracks on here. Ten of them are absolutely awful. They ain't KP and Envy's on this joint too. I know. Good lord. That's how the I. Kids, that's how I went down that rabbit hole. The Kid Slim, Daz Dillinger, Jaquan, and Stat Quo. Yo, do you remember that Stat Quo song that was on that Green Lantern tape where he was rapping over that Dr. Dre beat? Yeah, we've talked about this like <laughs> five times in the podcast. Chill, yo, chill. <laughs> Um, I need that beat. I I think I rapped. Somebody I rapped to that didn't I? I love this. It's a great. It's a great rap name. Champagne Shouty. Champagne Shouty. <laughs> All right, I gotta c- control myself. So listen, we got. There's only one record to talk about here, which is Oh, I think they like me. Yeah. Um, oh, I think they like me. Oh, I think they. This was the day where like those 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 groups. This was like before the single deal popped off. So this like, is it, this is ringtone rap. Yeah. Cause that was this. That was um, probably like a rock star, right? It was a little oh, after this. Oh god, that record was awful. That was horrible. That um, was that was the start of the uh, the uh, the tattered tattered jeans and the uh, and the um, chain the wallet chains, right? And skulls. I, I believe you. I believe we call it the Jim Jones. Yeah, the Jim Jones era. Yep. Um. Yeah. So. I you know I think they like me it 
it kind of holds up in a weird way. Like it's definitely in a, it definitely like sounds like that era. But I mean, you know, your man Bow Wow rapping about his black card. So yeah, it's a novelty record. It's I don't mind the bread on here. Well, no, I mean the bread is the. I mean, you know, she's she's the bread. You know, she could always rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's we don't need to say anything about the franchise boys in this. I mean, there's nah. franchise and white tea boys. Yeah, now nah, I'm cool. <laughs> oh wait, so I didn't realize that White Tea was on their first record, which predates So So Deaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Oh. Yeah, uh, I I think So So Deaf either just got him with a single deal, or or Jermaine Dupri just signed him so they he can make money off of. Oh, I think they like me. But yeah, that was the independent record. Yeah, because I think they like me was on that first record too. And then what did Jermaine like Bogart him? Like is that? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Um. We need to say about Young Fly and Flashy. So we got Bow Wow. Wanted. Hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on. Fran- Dim Franchise Boys yeah. was a Southern rap group from Atlanta signed to E1 Music. The group had four members: Parlay, uh-huh. Pimpin, Yep, Jizzle Man, and Buddy. Jizzle Man, J I Z Z A L. Jizzle Man. Mm-hmm. I'm just laughing at Jizzle Man I mean. and Parlay, Pimpin. Like, where did they come up with these names, Joe? I remember when, like, finding your rap name was, like, a thing. Like, you had to make sure, like, yo, when, 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 when other rappers say my name, it should evoke fear. You know what my rap name is going to be? <laughs> Jizzle Man. <laughs> I mean, Champagne Shouty. Champagne Shouty. McCutie. <laughs> Oh God! All right. Hold oh on. God! Franchise Boys did a mashup of "Lean with It, Rock with It" with Corn. Oh God! Sorry. Oh, wow. Whew. There had to have been a rock version of "Party Like a Rock Star" with like stained or something, right? Oh, that's a totally dude. Oh man, how did I just get to the David Banner song "Play," which I really liked actually? Gone girl. That beat is nice though. I'm not gonna. I'm not... Was... Yeah, remember we did something. We did something to that too. Did we really? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I had a look. I think at my... I turned it. Into, I did into like a rapper song. Like, of course you did. Of course I did. I'm really trying to think of what I flipped it to. Like instead of saying I'm trying to get your body wet, it was like, I don't know. You could have gone dead prez on him. I'm trying to get your mind wet. <laughs> right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. I never slandered dead prez on here. Um, nah, you didn't. Um, all right. We got to talk about Bow Wow Wanted. Do we have to? This is probably his best. Is this his best album? Bow was whistle, whistle, whistle. I mean, right? I mean, it could be. You're like maybe, I guess. Oh <laughs> no, come on! I know you like. Um, oh no, no, no! Yeah, let yeah, me hold you. Let me dope. hold you. And um, like you was dope. And like um, you, both. You know, let me hold you is mainly no ID, but Jermaine Dupri assists. Um, I'm assuming he was there to basically say, no, no, I need you to make it sound more like Kanye. Right. What a Kanye ripoff! Like I know it's no ID. I get it, but still, like. Even got the bongos and the, you know. God. I mean, it's a dope beat, though. Yeah. Fresh as a Miz. 
I hated that song. Hate it. Awful. Oh, come on, man. But uh, but like you. Yeah. That's a that that's a that's a nice record. Definitely. I agree. Anything else? Uh, nothing else really noteworthy on Wanted, right? Uh, I'm come on, man! You got to defend your boy. This is uh, now I'm, you said this was his best album. Well, because it has two good songs on it. Like, whoops! <laughs> <laughs> was I? Did I miss something? This fo- this was followed up with uh, Bow Wow and Omarion's Best of Both Worlds album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Face God. off. Face off. Uh, show no, show it like mine. I, uh, now you're really gonna, gonna have me. Now you're really gonna have me go looking at the uh, the bow wow. Oh my god! I'm looking at it right now. Are we gonna talk out of my system with T Pain? I, I wasn't planning on Don't it. Don't know what to do to me. Yeah, because I mean we're gonna end this pretty soon. Because I I was sort of assuming we would just end with uh franchise boys. What else do we have to talk about? So so gangster, Daz Dillinger, three. Nah, see, this is what I'm talking about. So there's really just the snap era, right? So lean with it, rock with it. Lean with it. I went back and watched that video, and I was like, oh god. Meow 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 meow. It was that. Oh god, so much struggle in 2006, man. That's what I always say. Like people, like that might be the worst era in hip hop history. Like that, that might be the worst. Two thousand six. I think you know you might be right. It's um, it's awful. It's bad. That's why I don't get why people are complaining now. People you know, like, or even a few years ago. No, 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 no. It nothing was as bad as like those mid two thousands. I mean, the problem was right. The the labels they were. They were they were stung because they couldn't just put out a single and and, and assume people would buy the album. Mm-hmm. So then they started chasing ringtone deals, right? They did. It's, it was crazy. No, it was crazy because in those days you could get the song on iTunes for ninety nine cent, but you'd have to pay four dollars for the ringtone. Yeah, because this is just before like smartphones really broke out. Like I had a BlackBerry, right, in two thousand six. So that was as good as it got. Right, I mean, maybe you have one of those Windows Mobile, like big giant. No, I had a flip phone. Yeah, or I mean, I know a bunch of people had Sidekicks, right? Yeah, Sidekicks. You had yeah, with Sidekicks and BlackBerry. Other than that, it was um, Razors. Ugh. The chocolate. Remember the LG chocolate? That was such an awful phone. Yeah. So, like the fact that I could take an MP3 and make it a ringtone, like I just thought I was like, oh man. Oh, it was not, it was a wrap after. This that. is the best phone ever. And of course, you know, I had all my ringtones were um like my own beats. <laughs> oh, I remember you. I remember you told the story of how when so when your phone would ring, you would let it play for a little bit. Uh huh. Because it'd be my beat, and I'd wait for the beat to drop. Because I because you know this is like beat battle era, so I have like fifteen second intros. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. It's like, oh, Doc discovered soul sampling. Oh, Doc, Doc discovered the pitch uh, knob. Hold on, everybody. It's pretty much how I describe most of those beats. Um, anyth- I'm, I'm looking at this, the later half of this so-so deaf stuff. I mean, 
So Jermaine Dupree, he gets some co-produc, he gets some credits on American Gangster, which is interesting. Yeah, he did. Uh, didn't he do Fallen? He did Fallen. Well, it's co-produced by No, no ID, so I'll let you decide that one. And Success mm-hmm. is produced by No ID and co-produced by Jermaine Dupree. I'll also what did Jermaine Dupree do to Success? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Anything else? With let's see, there you go. I know. I'm sorry. That's all right. I don't remember the Usher Here I Stand. I don't remember much off that. Um, um, nothing to write home about except the Here I Stand song. That Usher album was not good at all. Remember it had a best thing with Jay. Jay That's Jay a Jermaine Dupree beat. Oh, no, that, no, that beat's not good. Wait, I don't remember this Nelly song, Stepped on My Jays. Do you remember that? Yeah, yep. That's, oh, that's somebody J- stepped on my J's. Yeah, it was it was bad. That's Jermaine Dupree. Um, let's see. Yeah, this just not, and then it really just dies out. I mean, that's that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much the end of that. So, oh, baby, don't go. I forgot about baby, don't go. Shorty like mine. Yeah, shorty like mine. Baby don't go, baby, don't go. I actually oh. like baby, don't go. Oh, I know. I know it's a. J- I know. I know. It's Houdini, but still, that beat works. No. No. Not nope. not a fan. All right. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for so so Def. So to try to bring this all back together, what is your favorite? So we got a couple eras, right? We got, you know, we got crisscross era. We got. Jermaine Dupree in the in the like the mid to late nineties trying to like invent like reinvent himself as like a solo act. We've got, I guess, what you might consider like the R and B heyday of his, like probably what, 2001, 2005? Yeah. Like so what what like when you think so so deaf, like what do you think of? Um, I think of a few things. I think of honestly, I think of R and B. Mm. So I think Escape, Jagged Edge. Um, I think of Bass All Stars. I think of Sing Mariah Usher. Even though those that's not so so deaf. It's that sound, I, yeah. Yeah. And then, then I even think of, you know, the Brat and Crisscross, because that, you know, that's what I listened to as a kid. So I don't really think, you know, Welcome to Atlanta. I don't think, think I mean that. for you it's the sing uh, yeah, it's the R and B singles probably then, right? Definitely. Yep. What about you? Um I feel like he was always I, until I mean for me like he really didn't reach it reach like I don't want to say his potential because that sounds I sound like a parent but like <laughs> his stuff got more interesting when I felt like he had a sound like I feel like for a while he was chasing whatever came out the year before you know what we didn't talk about what did we talk about we didn't talk about um the uh the ballers the what the ballers Jermaine Dupri and Master P Tell me they didn't actually record any music together. Oh, they shot a video. It was a single. Oh, my God. Hold on. Where was God. this? Jermaine Dupree, Master P, The Ballers. Oh, God. Wait, oh, oh, this is 90. Yeah, I think it actually, I think it was on Master P's album. Oh, wow. I think it was on that Only Guy Can Judge Me it, album. It was. Oh, God. What's great is somebody has this up on Rap Genius. Which Genius. Is, yeah, I saw that. I like platinum. I like gold. Real don't spend money on hoes. Wow. Of course, you know that. And look at and look at. Uh, Rap Genius has absolutely no interpretation. <laughs> There's not. 
Jay got the shorties and uh, P came to party and uh, we got it started from that dirty south. You heard me? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Awful. This is why we didn't talk about it. I was trying to stick to, you know. Nah, son. We're never doing a no Ugh, limit retro. He asked, yo, he asked. Master P asked Jermaine Dupree, what you twerking with? Well, Mm. and then he responds P what you talking with mm. now this twerk is great. I know I know that tw- I know that they're, they're hilarious um, <laughs> this is great I know twerk has just kind of gone into the mainstream but twerk has had the same definition for a long time so I don't know if that should be a question that they ask each other. I mean, whistle while you twerk is uh two thousand, so you know, and it was probably before that. Whistle while you twerk. Oh come on, man! Yang yang and a dang. Yeah, that was my early club days. I think that and uh, Lil John. I like them girls. Don't be in a club when them records came on. Yep, this is on Spotify. I will be listening to it. So anyway, um, no, when I think of uh, Jermaine Dupree, I, you know, for a while I thought I just think of like, you know, first he's chasing like that early West Coast sound, then he's chasing the Death Row sound, then he's chasing the early Bad Boy sound, then he's chasing mm-hmm. Puff being a successful solo artist. Ironically, it wasn't until even though the records weren't my favorite, like he had a lot of successful singles in the early two thousands, and then really yeah. like his work with Usher, like that's his sound. To me, like his R and B sound in the in the like the mid two thousands, that's his strongest work. So like, when I think of So So Deaf, I think of uh, I think of the singles, and I think of ironically, I think of JD's work with people not on So So Deaf. Yeah, yeah, you said that on the last episode where you were like, you know, it, he seemed to give his best work to artists that weren't on his on his label. Yeah, you'd think Jagged Edge would be like, man, you could you couldn't say Burn for me. Right. They might have demoed it for Usher or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who really knows how that all works out? But um, anything else you want to say about So So Deaf? Um, I'll ask you this. Okay. What, um, what kind of legacy does Jermaine Dupri and So So Deaf leave? Do they leave one of, you know, they were just biting other more successful entities or do they have their own their own lane as a label. And then as Jermaine Dupri, the artist philanthropist or <laughs> whatever. I thought about this walking, walking around today. Um, cause I knew you'd ask this question. I, um, oh, well, look at you. La, la, you know, um, I would say that Biden's, I mean, I'm not using the word Biden. What is this? Like 1994? Like, no. Um, I would say more that like JD's legacy is his ability to adapt. Right. Mm-hmm. And to not honestly, his his objection, his objective was to make commercially successful music. Right. I don't think Jermaine Dupree was necessarily trying to like craft like like break new ground in music. I think what's noteworthy is his ability. I mean. Like his first stuff with Criss Cross is 92. Right. And then 
he's he was able to have success in so many different eras working with so many different people right i'm not saying he did it all himself but to the ability to be relevant for that long that's i mean that's something to say sure right i do feel like i mean it's interesting i mean i'm i have a very new york focused perspective so to me it's always always like the, oh he's trying to be like puff or he's trying to be like this i'd be interested to know what people who aren't from the east coast how they perceive it i think the um his uh his 20th anniversary concert yeah. kind of like that that kind of put things into perspective i know for me um you know i i know i've said it a few times on the show where i, I went back and watched it on youtube and it felt like i was there and he has a lot of records. He has his hand in a lot of classic records. Um, not, you know, not only just in hip hop, but more specifically for Atlanta, you know, when, you know, when Atlanta had their, their, their renaissance, he was definitely at the forefront of that. He was responsible for a lot of that. And I don't, I don't necessarily know if when we think about the, the lineage and the history and legacy that Atlanta hip hop leaves behind, I don't know if people really put Jermaine Dupri where they should. Hmm. It, he, why do you think that is? I don't know. I I have no idea. Is there a classic Soso Def record? Song or album? Album. No. I think that's the problem. Probably. Um. I mean, you could consider. Can you consider Mimi and and Confessions Jermaine Dupri albums? Yes and no. I think. Hmm. Granted, he has the biggest singles from both of them, but in the grand scheme of things on the album, he only produces like, th- like I think, what, three or four records on both of them? Yeah. So it's not really a Jermaine Dupri album. But, you know, your your second album with what you like and the, the crisscross albums, like he's producing all of those and they're not good. Yeah. And then on albums where they're on So So Def, but they're not produced by So So Def like the Jaquan, he far and away has the worst songs on the album. Yeah, I again, I you know, here I am being a backseat driver. I, you know, I guess I would say, especially towards like in the two thousands, you could definitely see you know whether he's trying to find something with Jaquan or like you could tell he was trying to like reinvent So So Def, right for this I guess third act at this point. Mm-hmm. And I you know it was just the third act that sort of fell apart that didn't happen. Right, it it wasn't enough to carry him through. Yeah, but hey, I mean, I don't know. Puff didn't really, uh, you know, Puff didn't, you know, Bad Boy didn't, you know, Bad Boy's not really doing anything right now, right? Um, I mean, he's got Jen, he's got Janelle Monae signed, but she's not. I mean, I wouldn't consider her Bad Boy in any way, you know. Nah, I don't know. Let's look. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it's just almost too much to ask. Like in in the music industry to continually reinvent and to keep getting new people and like I think you just reach a point like it's just not going to happen anymore. And right now I don't. It's like labels are in style, but they're not. You know, I think the only is, is the, the only two people or the only two groups that are making noise is a label or what. Um, and I'm not going to say significant noise because I know what the second one you're going to be like, huh? But known as a label, you'd say uh, MMG. And you'd say what? Our future? Um, like who else? Well, I'd say good music before I say our future. Okay, good music. And those are, you know, and even now, good music isn't like the way that they were two years ago. No, 
you know, the, you're not going to see them on on a cipher this year. You know, doing the, the Rosewood thing like they're not. They don't seem to be as unified. That's right. You know, as, as they were a few years ago. But um, I don't know. We'll see what Pusha does with uh, my name is my name. Still hearing good things. I I didn't realize how much of the album we'd already heard. A lot. Of uh, it. A lot of it. What? It's like was it twelve tracks? Yeah, we've heard what five? That's a lot. Well, stop listening to leaks, Doc. <laughs> I know. You know my policy, but it's Pusha T, man. It's Pusha T, so you kind of got to... Everything is Pusha T. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that should pretty much wrap uh, wrap this episode up, right? Absolutely. All right. So uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this little trip down memory lane. Please, if you didn't already hear it, go back and listen to part one of our So-So Deaf Retrospective and uh, go listen to our other ones, our other retrospectives as well. You can find them all on clackradiospeakers.com or on SoundCloud, which is uh, soundcloud.com slash clackradiospeakers. Rate and review us on iTunes. Use the hashtag clackradiospeakers. You know, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, tell us what parts of the episode you like. Tell me why I'm crazy for not liking Jagged Edge or, you know, whatever you want to say. We uh, we definitely always try to comment and, and keep up with what's going on there. Uh, you got anything else you want to add, man? Anything you want to plug? Nah. Um, nah, not this week. I'm not good. this week? All right. All right, then. Well, uh, we'll see you all next week.